1: Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here, and in today's video, we are going to be looking at the Bitcoin price today because I need to pay some close attention and catch you guys up on what's going on because right now, Bitcoin finds itself in a very, very, very important critical decision point, and I think a massive breakout is going to be happening in the next seven days, moving into the very beginning of September, uh, moving into the very beginning of October, and once we see this breakout occur, depending on which direction it breaks, is going to have major massive, very important implications on the Bitcoin price for the rest of the month of October. We're going to be looking at the bullish and the bearish technicals in our first segment today. We're going to be looking at our bullish technicals. We're going to be looking at a multitude of different on-chain metrics. We're going to run through those for about 20 minutes. Then around the top of the hour, we're going to move on to our bearish technicals, because as you guys know, we like to give you a holistic point of view on the market. I like to show you everything you need to know, not just the bullish, not just the bearish. I want to show you both because I don't want to be biased in one direction or the other, because I want you to be financially free and I want you to be able to see everything you need to see after our second segment on the bearish technicals and fundamentals of which there aren't many, by the way. We're going to move into our conclusions. We're going to discuss Bitcoin and crypto. I'm going to give you my price prediction for the end of October, and we are going to figure out where is Bitcoin going next. we got a great show lined up for you today, as always. Make sure to smash that like button if you haven't already. Let's see if we can't get up to 250 likes here in the next couple of minutes. I am joined, as always by T.A. Tim. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing good, man. It's a great day to make some money. It is a great, great day to make some money. We got a great show lined up today, don't we? It's going to be good. Man, we've been sitting here for literally, guys, there are two hours of planning that go into this show where myself and Tim and now Kelly, who helps us to research, are working hard on this show. It takes like 10 man hours in total to bring this show to you every single day, and we really enjoy it. It's one of my favorite things to do every single day. I cannot wait to dive into this content today. I'm so excited, but first, I have to introduce our producer, Smay. How you you doing smay
0: hello everybody hold on let me get a drink real quick <laughs> you burning your tongue <laughs>
1: oh check out that merchandise
0: anyways uh what i wanted to say guys is i want to shout out some special people let's first see. first and it. foremost one of favorite one of my favorites this one's gonna be a great one there are right Matsy. Matsy. i let's love go, you so much mattsy thank you for being a follower of this channel i also want to thank jeffrey fritz I love the fact that your name is Jeffrey, but spelled with a G. That's pretty neat. That's pretty cool. I like you, Jeffrey. Is it Joffrey? Uh, maybe, oh, well, maybe. Maybe, perhaps. Maybe so. And then also, uh, Yard Dog himself, Rick, uh, uh, the numbers. 4962. 4962, thank Boom. you. I'm I doing that. I actually, I'm doing this for I remembered. memory. I'm doing this for memory. So I love you guys so much. You guys are w- really great people. And by the way, I do need to make this announcement now. I'm sorry, Jeb, I know I'm taking some You're time good. here. But, guys. I just what I just did now is I just shouted out our members yes indeed. join the membership program but more importantly if you are in the membership program Today is your last chance today by 5 p.m. Is your last opportunity to fill out our form to claim your perks. Yep. It is on the YouTube here I'm gonna even pull it up while I'm talking on the YouTube page on our YouTube channel on our YouTube and if you're on mobile, I'm gonna show you how to do it out here on mobile, but um, real quick when you're when you go on the YouTube page here you're gonna go to the channel see you're on the channel there's a tab up top that says community go to the community tab there's gonna be a link there to a form fill it
1: out or you cannot get your perks do it after five so please 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 fill it out thank you boom sauce guys also make sure to check out the link down below tomorrow our second webinar is going to be going live i believe that's happening at 4 to 5 p.m eastern time tomorrow i think there are a couple of seats left in that i'm not actually sure but if you click the link down below you'll be able to find out if you guys want to join the webinar and learn everything about how to actually set up your charts i'm going to be doing a teaching on technical analysis live with all of the people that decided to join us make sure to check that out now Tim, we have to do price predictions, don't we? Well, we're going to be doing them. Do you want to do them right now or at the end of the show? We do them at the end of the show. You're right. We're doing the end of the show. I completely forgot the content map of my own show. How about that, guys? That's all right. We're going to be talking about price predictions for Friday at the end of the show. All the days are blurring together. But first, we need to jump into some technical analysis. So, guys, there is a very, very important dichotomy showing up on the cryptocurrency markets right now. In fact, there is something going on that I call a decision Point. What is a decision point? A decision point is a place in time where a decision needs to be made, and these are generally very important times. Right now, Bitcoin is in what I call a decision point. It has one of two roads ahead of it. It can either go bullish and go on a massive uptrend, probably back to all-time high in the next 45 days, or on the bearish camp we can see a major drop down below $40,000 and bitcoin needs to choose it hasn't chosen yet and we don't know which one is going to do just yet but the results of the next 7 days are going to give us a very clear picture of what will happen next so we're going to be talking about the bullish camp right now and then here in about 20 minutes we're going to talk about the bearish camp and then I'm going to tell you at the end of the show in our third segment our concluding segment how exactly i think the market is going to move so Let's start with the bullish. Camp. One of the first things that I need to point out to you, and I'm gonna go onto a clean chart here, and I'm gonna reconstruct this chart. This is all of the finished technical analysis, but I'm gonna go on a clean chart right here and start from scratch. One of the first things I need to point out to you is this. This is a descending trading channel, and in fact, it's not a descending trading channel, I'm sorry, it's a descending wedge, a falling wedge on Bitcoin. A falling wedge, for anyone who doesn't know, it is a pattern that typically breaks to the upside. If you guys haven't gone through the cryptocurrency technical analysis academy, you absolutely should. It's where I teach you guys everything thing i know about cryptocurrency in that academy i have a video talking about the falling wedge this falling wedge pointing to the downside is generally speaking going to be a bullish indicator and does indicate that we should break to the upside but this is on the daily chart i'm on the hourly chart right now but it shows up out here on the daily chart, as you can see. It is more or less a daily chart indicator. Now, the next thing we need to talk about is this uptrend right here. And we've talked about this uptrend quite a bit, but it's actually quite important right now. The reason being is because if we look down here to the hourly chart, we can see that there is an uptrend forming on our five lows right now, or four lows right now on the hourly chart. We have a bottom here on the 20th of September. We have a bottom here on the 21st of September, then again on the 24th and the 26th of September. This uptrend also extends back to these two touches right here on August the 4th and 5th. And to be honest with you, you can extend this trend line even farther back and you can see just how many touches there are on this trend line we see one on the fourth of july on the 24th of june here on the th- on the 12th of june on the 30th of may remember guys the more touches you have on a up- on a support or resistance level the more powerful it is simply because the more people are going to see it so right now the two things that we need to look at is that we're in this falling wedge and then we also have this uptrending level of support holding the market up well if we look at the falling resistance on the falling wedge along with our uptrending level of support. We see that Bitcoin right now is in what is known as a symmetrical triangle pattern. Symmetrical triangle pattern just looks like exactly what you think it is. It's a triangle pattern that is symmetric. It is a triangle pattern where we have a downtrending level of resistance and an uptrending level of support. That is what is known as a symmetrical triangle pattern. Now, these typically act as continuation patterns. What does that mean? Well, if we have our triangle pattern right here, then this typically means that if we're moving to the downside like this, that we would move to the downside out of that pattern. but if you zoom out a little bit what you see is that this right here being our symmetrical triangle pattern is really not the only part of the symmetrical triangle pattern. You can actually make an argument that all of this right here is a symmetrical triangle pattern. And if that is the case, then we should be breaking to the upside out of this, which would go along with our falling wedge, which says we should also be breaking to the upside. So those are a few patterns to be taking a look at. They are quite important right now. We're going to come back to some patterns and support levels and everything. But first, I want to look at some more technicals and some more um, uh, awesome and indicators. One of the first things to show you, is that there is still very strong bullish RSI divergence. I have been talking your ear off about this for the last couple of weeks because it has been in effect for two months. It still hasn't played out and I think it's going to. We have a low here on the 4th of August and our lows right here with this uptrend we just talked about. We also have a downtrending level of support here on the RSI. That's bullish RSI divergence. It has been in play for two months. Remember, the longer that RSI divergence has been in effect, the more powerful it is. And the simple fact of the matter is it's been in effect for two months, which means that it is. very powerful level of support, and we should be expecting that to play out to the upside. Furthermore, if we look here on the MACD, we can see that the MACD is strikingly bullish right now, not because it has had a cross, but because it has been moving to the upside and converging on itself ever since the 20th of September. We've seen it convert on the 22nd of September. We've seen it converging on itself, even while the price action of Bitcoin has been roughly going to the uh, going sideways. What that means is that the MACD is starting to reset and we should be seeing a MACD bullish cross coming in soon if we have any kind of movement to the upside. Now, one of the things I want to look at here are the Bollinger Bands across every single time frame. And really quickly, I just want to encourage you. I know I'm throwing a lot of technicals at you. If you're newer to cryptocurrency, you might be thinking, Jeb, this is so much. I really this is over my head. If that's you, it's okay. I understand. I've been there. I remember when I got into crypto. It is a lot. We're going to be wrapping all of this up into a nice, neat bow a little bit uh, in a little bit here at the end of the show. So just stay with me here. And uh, if you don't forget, if you don't remember every single technical, uh, that's okay. Just remember what the point is here. Something I do wanna show you is the fact that we're on the bottom of the Bollinger Bands here on the daily chart. You can see we have moved to the downside. We're in those bo- uh, the bottom territory on the Bollinger Bands. On the four hourly chart, we're also in the bottom territory of the Bollinger Bands, bouncing off of the bottom. On the hourly chart, the Bollinger Bands actually get really, really interesting. Let's go ahead and get the chart to load here. We are on the bottom of the Bollinger Bands. And we're actually going to come back to this here in a little bit. But notice, even right now, we're testing that center level on the Bollinger Bands. It looks like we're trying to break up into the top side of the bands, which would indicate a reversal on the one hourly chart. That'd be great. We're going to come back to the one hourly chart when we cover the bearishness. But for right now, I just want to encourage you that the Bollinger Bands are giving us some strong um, signals that we may be finding a bottom. Now, I want to go back to our other chart where we based a lot of our analysis. On, and there's three levels of support one, two, three. Two are resistance, one is support, excuse me. They're not all support, and I want to show you these levels over on our chart. The very first one shows up at $40,700, and it comes from the hourly chart. Over here on TradingView, you can get this thing. It's called a horizontal line. I'm going to go ahead and draw it right here. Why am I going to draw it right here? Well, because over the last seven days, we've had a bottom hit right around $40,700 multiple, multiple times. We've seen Bitcoin come down and test this level over and over again. This is also a level if you remember your history here in cryptocurrency, that was critically important back in January. Bitcoin rallied up to this level multiple times at $40,700 to $41,000 to $42,000. This region, we rallied up here multiple, multiple times. So I'm also going to draw a touch, a a level of support right up here on the previous all-time high, which was at, you guessed it, 42,000. Where are we right now? We're at 42,300. You see how both of these levels have implications over the course of the last year. We've had many, many, many touches on them. This is a very important zone. And because it's a very important zone, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to draw a rectangle so that we can see it clearly. Now, let's zoom in back down here to the shorter term timeframes. What are we looking at? we're looking at a strong, strong zone of support that we can see is built from price action going back to January that Bitcoin is currently sitting on top of. The reason that that's so important, and let's go to full screen because I want to break this down for you. The reason that this zone of support between $40,600 and $42,000 is so important is because, like I said, we are in a decision point right now. Bitcoin needs to decide, are we going to go up or are we going to go down? We have this symmetrical triangle pattern that's constricting us. We need to figure out what's going to happen next. This zone of support between 40,700 and 42,000 is incredibly important because it is where the decision point is. The decision point is that zone of support. You see, if we go below 40,700, then a lot of bearish uh, factors and fundamentals uh, start coming into play. And we're going to talk about those here in a little bit. Right now, we're talking about what happens if we stay above that. I think we're going to. What happens if we stay above that? Here's what happens if we stay above that. Well, let's go ahead and take a look at our other levels, because I want to show you some other levels of resistance. One is 45,000, and one is 48,600. I'll show you where those come from. Down here on the one hourly chart, let's go ahead and draw a level right here at 45,000. We touched 45,000 back on the 23rd of September. We also touched it many, many times in here. And if we look at our VPVR we can see that that is the beginning of some major, major resistance. We can also see if there's a VPVR maximum, it's called the point of control over here on the VPVR at 47000 And then we also have a level of resistance here at $49,000 based on this high right here, based on this high right here. And then if you look back in history, then you will see that some of these levels are quite important over there as well. Looking back over here, we have a ton of support touches right around these levels. So we can see that these are some important levels of resistance. I'm going to go ahead and turn these red. My nomenclature, for charts is blue means support red means resistance sometimes i forget to change the color but for now that's what we're doing here so you can see that right now bitcoin is in this zone between 40 and 42 40.5 40. and 42 then if we do break to the upside we have one two three major levels that we need to break through and then we're off to the races above that i'd say hey we're back to all-time high we're going to be going into a big rally but here's the deal For us to do that, here's what needs to happen. I've laid the foundation for you now, so let's build upon it. We need to see Bitcoin hold this zone of support between 40.5 and 42,000. Then, let's go ahead and delete everything off the chart and start from scratch here. What we need to see happen is we need to see Bitcoin break bullish out of this pattern right here. Bitcoin finds itself in a symmetrical triangle pattern and it needs to break to the upside. It also finds itself in a falling wedge, which also needs to break to the upside. If that occurs, and I think that's what's most likely, then we're going to see a big move to the upside and then we'll start heading towards those levels of resistance that I showed you earlier. So that's the technical analysis right now that substantiates the bullish claim that Bitcoin is about to go into a big uptrend. But we also have a lot of fundamentals that we need to talk about. So really quickly, I'm going to go ahead and jump on over to Kelly Kellum, who helps to bring you this show. He is one of the people on our research team. So make sure to go and follow him on Twitter. You're about to see his Twitter right here. He retweeted on his Twitter something that Teddy Valley tweeted, and it has to do with something called LTH holder supply. Long-term holder supply is are the number of people that are holding Bitcoin and crypto, uh, excuse me, holding Bitcoin. And you can see the last several times that the long-term holder supply for Bitcoin reached around 80.5%. We went into a big rally. Take a look at this chart here. We saw us hit around 80%, went into a big bull market between 2016 and 17. We saw us hit this level right here at the beginning of 2019, went from a ra- went into to a rally from $3,000 uh, all the way up to $13,000. We saw a black swan right here where we saw a lot of people accumulating. I, it looked like a big bull market was going to kick off, but then you know what happened last March. That's a black swan event. We can't really take that and knock that uh, and, and knock this indicator for that. We can also see a lot of people were holding onto the cryptocurrency long term during the beginning of this bull market. Starting from $10,000, we rallied to $60,000. And then right now, what are we seeing happen? let me let me go to full screen and clarify this. What we're seeing happen right now is incredibly important. I, I don't want you to look at this chart and just you know, say, okay, another cool technical indicator. This might be the most important chart you look at this entire video. Why? Because it shows the sentiment. We're gonna be talking about sentiment a lot in this video and in this stream. The sentiment right now is that despite the price not doing a whole lot, we are actually feeling very bullish. That's why a lot of people are holding onto their crypto. You can even see here on this chart, the number of people holding crypto in the long term went from 65% to 80%. There's a lot of people that are in profit right now. They're holding their cryptocurrency and they're very, very excited about it. That is a good sign to me. So, with all of that said, keep that in mind. We're going to come back to that. Now, I also want to run through a couple of other things here. There's a study that found uh, e-commerce giant Amazon is interested in Bitcoin. This is a little bit of a, you would think that this would be the the title of the stream. I'm I'm not titling the stream around this because Amazon themselves didn't say anything. But I want you to take a look at this chart right here. If you're interested in how uh, this study came to these conclusions, please go and look this up. It's on Cryptopolitan. Study finds e-commerce giant Amazon's interest in Bitcoin. But what I really want to show you is this graph right here. Block data. The number of companies that are positive about crypto of the 100 polled or of the 100 studied was 32. 61 are neutral and seven are negative. Again, I encourage you. I don't have time in this stream, but I encourage you go look at the way that they did all of this. Go study this. Don't just take my word for this. You know, go look at their methodology. This is a scientific study. 32 of them have a positive, and these are multi-hundred-billion-dollar companies, by the way. We're talking about Coca-Cola, Facebook, Cisco, Amazon, uh, Qualcomm, you might know that name, AT&T, Morgan Stanley, PayPal, Comcast. These are big names. We're not talking about mom and pop's, you know, bagel shop down the road. We're talking about big multinational companies. Publicly traded companies. 32 have a positive stance on crypto. That doesn't mean they've adopted it, but it, se- but it means that they do seem to have a positive uh, feel about crypto. 61 seem to be neutral. So we're looking at companies like McDonald's, Apple, we're looking at Chevron Group, we're looking at Procter & Gamble, um, uh, 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 Pacific North, I'm forgetting the name of the uh, the rail company, but the Pacific, uh, Pacific Northwest co- company, whatever it's called, Lowe's. There are a lot of companies that are neutral on this. And then there's about seven that they saw we're negative. Well, what are the ones that you see that are negative? Charles Schwab and Goldman Sachs. Those are two of them. Of course, they're negative on because it makes them look stupid. What's the point of this? Here's the point, And this ties into the whole narrative that right now that the crypto market is trying to trick you to not believing, but that I want you to understand. 2 years ago this chart would have looked very different. We would have seen 90 companies negative, we would have seen two or three neutral and maybe five positive. 2 years ago, a massive multitude of companies were negative on crypto. I've been in the crypto market for 4 years. I've been here since January excuse me, since July 31st 2017. I have witnessed the shift in the sentiment of the corporations. We saw the retail take on Wall Street in 2016 and 17 and saw Bitcoin explode. Then over the last couple of years, we have seen a lot of these big institutions start moving in, the, in this direction. You think all these companies are going to move from positive outlook to negative outlook? No, it's going to move in the direction of positive because the dominoes are falling. You see, this has changed a lot even in the last year. Drop a one in chat if you've only been here for, you know, less than 12 months. We love the people that are new here to crypto. You're the reason the space is growing. But you probably have not been here long enough to see this trend. I have. This chart would have been groundbreaking four years ago, and people would have been buying up crypto like crazy if they had seen it. So make sure that you keep this in mind. One final thing that I want to mention to you, and this is just kind of a little bite, so just take this at face value. Uh, This is a tweet right here. It shows the number of times that Bitcoin has been banned by China. And then it shows the price appreciation of Bitcoin After the Chinese ban. You know, they just came out and banned it again a couple of days ago. It was a reiteration of an old story, but this is just something for you guys who are interested in all this China FUD. So that is what I have to say about the bullish technicals. And I'll wrap it all up in a nice, neat bow, and then we're going to move to our conclusions about where we're going in October a little bit later on in the show. I think that Bitcoin right now is primed and ready for a massive break to the upside. I think that break to the upside is going to lead us back to resistance levels like $45,000. And then I think that October is going to be an incredibly (laughs) bullish month for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And we're going to talk about how that looks a little bit later in the show, so stay tuned. Tim, do we have any Super Chats that we should read?
2: We do. We do we have some. Uh, and then we also have a a new Jibby young, Youngling. Ooh, so want to welcome them. Welcome. Tetra Hertz <laughs> Beet Bakery. Welcome. Thank you very so, much for joining, us. Welcome to the oh team. My. Welcome to the group. Welcome to our club. Welcome to our club. I almost, the, club. I almost did a
0: Smayatang Howl classic. Oh, yeah, God, we have, don't. I'm not going to do it. Don't worry.
2: We have a couple of shout-outs. Uh, we're not going to be able to answer all these, but... Uh, Rowan's World thank you so much for your donation Asif Ramzan I think someone answers you in chat thank you for your donation Uh, we have one from Matt C saying I feel like too many people are getting impatient or frustrated instead of realizing that this is actually an opportunity to front run much higher prices in the not too distant future you need to have a long view Absolutely, messy. agreed. I agree with you 100. We have another one from Mountain Drifter 74 saying, "Good morning, guys. I've always heard you never want to sell your crypto. Assuming you want to retire early one day, how do you live upon your crypto if you've never, if you're never supposed to sell it?"
1: Yeah, so it's not that you're never supposed. And by the way, guys, just so you know, we're on in our intermission right now. We're gonna read some super chats. We're gonna be back into the technicals here in about four minutes. We're gonna jump into the bearish. Thank you guys very much for your patience and support. We love reading your super chats. Here's the deal: I personally have never sold cryptocurrency. Once out of the market. Just so you know a little bit about, about me, in case you're new here, I joined in Jan, in July 31st, 2017, I said that earlier, and I've been accumulating Bitcoin for over four years now. I've never once sold a penny. That's because my other businesses have allowed me to maintain my lifestyle and build my business without having to sell crypto. I'm in a very fortunate position that I understand everyone is not in, and I'm very blessed and thankful for that. If you need to sell crypto, there's nothing wrong with selling crypto. It's not that you're not supposed to sell crypto. It's that it's my personal strategy, and I like to stress that just because it's my strategy doesn't necessarily mean it should be yours. I think it is a strategy that will win for you. But like you said, if you want to retire, then you are more than likely going to have to sell some of that or at least pay for things in crypto. If you guys are enjoying today's stream, make sure to hit that like button. By the way, we got 3,500 people watching. I know that we can get 1,500 likes here in the next couple of minutes. Thank you for your super chance, guys.
2: You know, another part of it, Jeb, is even the concept of, you know, crypto is is the younger, uh, the younger, newer, sleeker investment portfolio, but go back to the stock market, go back, to, ask investors who have made millions, if not billions of dollars. From they investing. Held. They they don't liquidate that often. They yep. actually usually hold, they keep it there. And then they use it as leverage for the future for to borrow money and to, and to make moves that way. Uh, so Overall, again, as Jeb just said, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. But there is a way to to live life and to do things without ever liquidating crypto. Yep. Um there there's some question, you know, at as first as super chats, I think we're done on super chats, but there's some questions I've seen in chat that we definitely want to answer. And okay. the number one The number one answer is The number one question I saw in there that needs to be answered Is about the webinar We have lots of people who have signed up for the webinar But are waiting on a link So I messaged our marketing director Uh, I asked him how slash when will people Be getting the link to the webinar He said he is sending an email at 12 To everyone who has signed up And then again tomorrow after the show So make sure you check today for a link And if for some reason you don't see one today Check again tomorrow If not, make sure to email our support team Support at CryptoJeb.com And we will make sure that you get the link to that webinar. Also, if you are a uh, a tier in the uh,
0: YouTube membership that gets a free webinar, be on the lookout for that. That's going to be coming your way as well, getting a link to the webinar. So.
1: Yep, and before we jump back into our bearish technicals here, we got about 10 minutes of them that we want to jump into. I want to go ahead and give a... Uh a bit of a public safety announcement. I got a very disturbing text this morning from Taylor. Am I good to talk about this on camera, Tim? I think I'm good good to do this. We need to. Yeah, no, we need to. I got a very disturbing text from Taylor, who is our customer service representative and she also helps with sales, so Taylor's fantastic. Drop a one in chat if you've interacted with her. Somebody faked my passport. Mm -hmm. Didn't even have the right information. I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to say on on camera what information was wrong because I don't want them to have the right information. But it wasn't even close to right, and it frankly was pretty obviously a fake. But the problem was somebody almost lost Mm $4,000. And you have no idea how mad that makes me. You have no clue, or maybe you do, how much that makes my blood boil. If we find the person that does that they are going to be brought to the police. So I'm just gonna say that. But for you guys, because I'm not so much worried about them, I'm worried about you. If somebody ever reaches out to you claiming to be me, what I want you to do is reach out to support at CryptoJeb, Dot com. Make sure that you don't type that into your email. Make sure you copy and paste it from our description so that you're absolutely sure you're getting the right person. The person responding to you will be Taylor Warren. That is Tim's wife. She is fantastic. She handles all of our customer service. If you ever need me to prove who I am, I can do that. And it doesn't require me sending you my passport or my driver's license. I'm never going to share that stuff. So, guys, there are a lot of scams in crypto. One of the most common is send me one Ethereum, I'll send you three back, or send me 10 Bitcoin, or I'll send you 50 back. No one is ever give, doing giveaways like that. Giveaways do happen. We've done giveaways ways before but they don't happen like that so please do not fall for that guys if you are ever concerned make sure to shoot us an email at support@cryptojeb.com. i care about you guys too much to let that continue i'm really sorry that there's crazy people out there that are trying to hurt you and i don't want that to continue
0: don't trust anyone guys not in the crypto space at least
1: yeah it's sad but it's anyone. true any final thoughts before we move back into our bearish guys I think we're ready to go ahead and get on and roll. Cool beans. All right. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and talk about the bearish technicals. Ah, the really popular segment, huh? We're going to talk about the way that Bitcoin could flop in the next couple of days. I don't think it's going to. I'm going to talk about why here in a little bit. But I do need to give you the definitive uh, analysis on where Bitcoin could go. So let's reconstruct some of the things that we were looking at earlier. The first thing to look at here is that support zone that I was drawing earlier. This support zone, if you'll recall back to earlier on in the stream, is between 40,500, roughly 40,500, 40,700, somewhere around there. It's not exactly perfect, and it doesn't matter too much exactly what it looks like, but the point is 40,500 to about 42,000 is our zone of support. Now, remember, I said most of the, not most, all of the bullish technicals and scenarios I outlined earlier are contingent upon us holding 40,500. If we don't hold 40,500, and we fa- and we start falling below this uh, zone of support, then that's where what I'm about to talk about right now comes into play. Now, let's go over a couple of bearish technicals. There actually aren't that many, but they are important. On the daily chart... There was just a bearish uh, death cross, if you will, between the 20 and the 200 simple moving averages. Now, generally bearish, uh, generally death crosses occur between the 50 and the 200. And there likely is to be a death cross between those two relatively soon. You can see that right here. But as of a couple of days ago, we did see a death cross between the 20 and the 200. I want to go ahead and bring this up, not to FUD, but because I don't think it's that big of a deal. If you look at the history of these crosses, an example happened here in June of 2020. 2021. An example, happened. I'm not going to count the uh, beginning of the uh, thing that happened last year as one. We see that there was another one here in October of 2019. We were basically at the bottom and rallied. I don't think that this is a very bearish thing, but people are going to be talking about it. I guarantee you because it's going to get clicks. I don't think it's very bearish, but there is historical precedent to say that it could result in a movement to the downside. So I want to bring that to your attention. Another thing to show you is on the four hourly chart because there was a bearish MACD cross just a couple of hours ago, about 12 hours ago. We saw a bearish MACD cross on Bitcoin. And frankly, guys, that leads me down to the hourly chart because the hourly chart and below is the one place where things look bearish. Now, even before I move into that, I do want to add the caveat. There's a bullish MACD crossing coming on the hourly chart if we manage to even so much as go sideways. So that's a good sign. I think that the hourly chart is going to bounce off of this zone. Again, I don't think we're going to have a massive crash below 40,000, but I need to make sure you guys understand both sides. Now. Looking at the hourly chart, a couple of things to point out. Number one, there is a very strong downtrend down here on the hourly chart. In fact, ever since just yesterday, we've seen a correction and my chart is not telling. I don't know why my measuring stick. Do you guys know why the measuring stick does this sometimes? Tell me in the chat if you know why it does this and I can't see it on TradingView. Anyway, we saw that Bitcoin corrected from 40400 down to 41500 a correction of about $3,000 in the span of two days. That is a pretty strong downtrend. And in fact, if we look at LuxAlgo down here on the hourly chart, then we're going to see that it did in fact flash a sell signal and we're under a sell signal right now on the hourly chart. In fact, let me check the 4-hourly chart too because I think we're still under a buy signal. We're actually still under a buy signal on the 4-hourly, but keep a look on the 4-hourly. By the way, if you guys haven't gotten LuxAlgo yet, incredible indicator, phenomenal, change the game for technical analysis for us. Check out the link down below. It is worth every single penny. It's a paid indicator and it is worth it because it has helped thousands of people in our audience to be better traders and analysts. But nevertheless, the point I'm making here Is that the very short-term timeframes? I'm even talking about like the five-minute time frame are not very bullish. We're in this strong downtrend. There is this inverse head and shoulders pattern forming. Hopefully down here on the 15-minute, and look for that to potentially push us to the upside. But at the moment, keep in mind the trend is your friend until it ends, and it is not incredibly bearish. It is not incredibly bullish on the 15-minute. I think it is going to reverse, but it hasn't done it yet. So just keep that in mind. I'm not trying to spread fud, but I want you to understand that we are bearish on the 15-minute chart. With that said, there is a couple of points that I do want to make here. And one of the first things that I want to do is, uh, talk about the fact that a lot of the and actually I want to throw it to you Tim a lot of the bullish technicals that we're looking at right now actually have bearish components and there's a reason to believe and we're going to talk about this more later so don't give away the farm but there's a reason to believe that a lot of the bullish technicals that we're going to be seeing hopefully driving us to the upside in the next 7 to 14 days actually have shorter term bearish technicals so Tim can you tell us a little bit about what those look like
2: well again without giving away the farm things like we're in a falling wedge okay why do we think that a falling wedge is bullish because 70 percent of the time falling wedges and up when they break break bullish however it's falling meaning we're setting lower highs and lower lows which is bearish movement so while it is a bullish indicator in the long term meaning when i think about the future and the next couple of weeks yeah that's great but for right now it's a bearish uh move when we look at the red histograms getting smaller on the macd on what time frame on the daily chart uh which, again, I, I'm not looking at the... I, I, I got you. I have it up right here. All right, perfect. So when we look at that happening, that is, we're moving bullish, but that doesn't mean necessarily that we don't just turn around and go back down. Mm-hmm. When we look at... you know, I'm going through the rest of them. Uh, the VPVR bullish indicator that we talked about, how we're sitting in a comfort zone. Well, guess what? We're seeing a great comfort zone, which means we could go back up, but we could go a little bit down. That doesn't mean that just because it's a bullish indicator that there's nowhere down to go. What I, I'm going to go ahead and stop there. I don't need to talk about the other indicators. What's, what's good about these indicators Indicators is they show the future outcome of the positive movement it doesn't mean we won't go down at all but in terms of when you guys <laughs> i've seen all the time ta experts they always say it could go up could go down blah blah you're absolutely right. That's part of TA is you you talk about could go up, could go down. Here's what's fun about it though, is that you know it could go up or could go down right now, but long term, this is the way it's moving. So even these bullish indicators sometimes have bearish movements they need to take first. And vice versa. Sometimes you're gonna see bearish indicators that actually see something bullish happen first. We actually dealt with this last week. We were kind of bearish about Bitcoin last week, but the price moved up that one day, I think on Thursday, the mm-hmm. price moved up. Why do we keep saying, hey guys, it's gonna come back down because while the indicators showed we would have a small move up we would then hit our heads on the level resistance and bounce back down it's the same thing right now these bullish indicators show short-term bearish movement for long-term bullish sentiment yeah this is live john
1: And absolutely, guys. Here's the thing you need to understand: markets uh, move in fractals. So let's take a look at my chart, and I'll give you an example. The market right now, in the last three months, actually looks strikingly similar to what we saw happen at the beginning of this year. We saw a big old rally with a lot of volume, and then we saw this rounding top formation, and then we had a pretty uh, massive and quick crash to the downside. Well, what did we see more recently? We saw a massive rally to the upside, this rounding top formation, then a big crash to the downside. What did we see characterize this? Downtrend right over here. China fud with the miners going offline. Tesla fud with Elon Musk dropping a a, a, a false and fudding tweet every single time Bitcoin was in a spot of despair. What did we see happen to start this downtrend when we were up at fifty three thousand? We saw a bunch of bad news come out about El Salvador. We saw a long squeeze. We've seen China ban Bitcoin again because that's what they love doing. That's the kind of the circus act over there. I think they entertain themselves by saying, "Hmm, I wonder how many times we can crash the market with the exact same story." That's probably what's going on. Nevertheless, we saw the exact same thing happen. What does this mean? Well, the market moves in cycles, guys. The market moves up, the market moves down. Duh, but it's foundational and you need to understand it. For the market to move up, it first is going to go down. Because if it wasn't going down, it would be going up, and then we would already be in that part of the market, right? We're going to move to the upside, guys. I've explained in this stream and in many others why I think that October is going to be a very bullish month, and I even published my price prediction yesterday. Make sure to go back, check out that video about, uh, of why I think that Bitcoin is going to be rallying to $55,000 to $60,000 by the end of the next month. However... It's likely that we're going to see a little bit of penetration down into this zone around $40,700 to uh, $42,000 in the next day. But then I think we're going to bounce. Then we may have a resistance touch on this downtrending level of resistance and pull back again have to test this one more time, but then I think we're set up for a spring, and I think we're going to break out big time, guys, and we're going to be talking about why here in a little bit. We have even more content to bring you, so stay tuned. With that said, we're about to move into our conclusions, and we're going to be telling you guys where we think the crypto market's going next, why, and I have several more on-chain metrics to bring to you. Let's go ahead and read some more Super Chats before we jump into that. Well, before we get to Super Chats, Geoffrey Fritz. Geoffrey Fritz.
2: I'm pretty sure it's Geoffrey. I think it's Geoffrey. They said it was Geoffrey. just upgraded his membership to Jebi Master. Let's go. So, Ooh, what, thank was he, you very what was much. he before, Sme? Uh, he was a pre, I'm pretty sure Jedi Knight. night. Come on, that is awesome. So, some, some quick call outs. Again, we don't have time to read everyone's. Uh, but Brandon, I'm gonna say he he shout out you, Smee, when has to do turtle. Brandon Clark, thank you what? so much. Uh, Staib Khalid. You should Khaled. read that one. Khalid. Khalid. You should Khalid. read that. Khalid. Thank Khalid. you so much for your donation. You should Kash, read the turtle one. Hey, uh, let me keep okay. going. Here. All right. Okay. Cashkins. Oh gosh, I think some of these people just. They literally caught the message a couple of weeks ago. Let me. Uh, they just a want to troll Tam. Yeah. Akash Kasarani. Thank you for your donation. Uh, oh my gosh.
1: Larido Pele
2: <laughs> Wayne, I can say Wayne
1: Kerr you know? T- Tim trying to pronounce names is a good enough reason to like the stream Wayne Go ahead and smash Kerr, that
2: thank you so much line driving line drive gaming thank you so much uh, we have a question from Rick so this is Yard Dog he said these guys are the real deal Tim did you watch the secret video three years ago that I uh, talked to you about yesterday so those of you who don't know I, I got to talk to him yesterday super great guy di- uh, super great guy he is one of the reasons why this channel exists yep. getting to hear his story he works in lawn care I know I've worked had the job before. It is, that is a man's job you bust your back day in and day out uh, but the whole reason he's in crypto is so that he can change his and his wife's life so they can actually relax so they can rest so they can ha- have financial freedom while he doesn't have to just destroy his body day in and day out Yeah. Uh, but he the, the, th- the video he talked about three years ago there's a video of Ben uh, BitBoy from three years ago talking about KuCoin and it is pretty funny uh, it, you know it, it, it. I was telling him yesterday you know Ben obviously right now he's doing great the way he presents Himself, he he's an entertainer, he's great, he's also really intelligent. But three years ago, yeah, he was kind of awkward, you know, kind of fumbling Go look Lord, at jeff three too. years ago. We
1: cracked about that all terrible. The time. Look at the go watch the first video on this channel. It's like, <laughs> hey guys, I'm gonna be talking yeah, about it's Bitcoin. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, by the way, I'm limited edition. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Link down Uh-oh. below. <laughs> Heck yeah. We got any others?
0: No, that's for it. That, um, going go back it. and read the, the one about me. I, oh, I told yeah, you. I
2: was the one about me. Smay.
1: Smay wants it. By the way, guys, we got three it's minutes before we're be moving into our closing it, segment. It's so a stay public
2: tuned. service announcement. So Brandon do it. Clark said, Smay, I took your advice and moved a turtle off the road in the direction it was facing. That's Aww. exactly right, guys. That is how you do it. Thank you for being a, yeah.
0: a supporter that's of a the turtles. That's a good
1: point. Guys, we are in a turtle market right now, and that is brought to you by Smay. Hashtag turtle market in chat. I want to see like 100 hashtag turtle markets in chat. I'm
0: pretty sure Tim got pranked. I'm pretty sure you got pranked when you read that name. Which one? Well, I'm not gonna say it because I'm not getting pranked.
1: pranked.
0: I think you got pranked.
1: I think you got pranked. Be
0: careful with pre pre read the names before you say them.
1: Okay. (laughs) Hey, uh, Tim, is your refrigerator running? Oh my god, it's a classic, dude. You got hit by an absolute classic. Uh, Hey, Tim.
2: I'll think on it. Oh I, I, I got to read all the names again now. Let's a, go ahead and move into the it's last It's actually kind of funny
1: though. I need a hashtag turtle market in the chat, guys. Oh, my guys. goodness. So here this is the, de- the deal, guys. <sighs> We're going to move into our concluding segment, and I want to start with this message. You've heard me say this multiple times. They want you to sell. It's really that simple. They want you to sell. Who is they? We've talked about it. It's the institutions. It's the people. It's the whales. It's By the way, it's all of these companies right here who are positive on crypto. All these guys, the Amazons, and Facebooks, and Teslas, and NVIDIAs, and Intels, and Visas, and J.P. Morgan Chases, and Ciscos, and Qualcomm's and at and and Spotify, and Starbucks, and Comcast, and PayPal, and MasterCards of the world, and Walmarts of the world. It's these companies that want you to sell crypto. Why? Because it takes a long frickin' time to get a multi-billion dollar publicly traded company into an investment. Got to get the whole board online. You got to get all your shareholders not thinking that you're insane and try and fire your CEO so that they can invest in crypto. It was a career nightmare to try and get into crypto two years ago because you would have destroyed your career if you got into crypto because everybody would have thought you were crazy. Okay, that's what it was two years ago. They want you to sell crypto because now the power players at the top of these multinational major organizations and companies realize that the future is crypto. They realize that DeFi having hundreds of billions of dollars locked up right now is the future of finance. They realize that what we're going through right now is a paradigm shift in the way that finance is done around the world. And they want to make the most of that. You know when billionaires are made? It's not during bull markets in the stock markets. It's during bear markets because it's when things go to crap that you have the most opportunity. It's when there's seismic shifts going on in the market when the land grab is open and people go and make their fortune. There is a fortune to be made in cryptocurrency right now. Many of you guys have already done that, and I'm very thankful for the fact that you guys are able to support yourselves and your communities and your families. I want you guys to have financial freedom, but I need you to understand something, and that is that there is a land grab going on right now. You are in your covered wagon going and trying to claim your 40 acres so you can go farm potatoes or whatever out west because we are moving in that direction. The manifest destiny of the future of the cryptocurrency market is at hand, and the people that are land grabbing right now are going to be glad. did in 15 years these companies don't want you to grab land because if you grab land there's less for them what does that mean it means that the people at the top, the people that own the media, the people that own, that, like for example, be- Bezos owns, I think it's the Washington Post, for example, Amazon, I guarantee you in the next two years will be invested in cryptocurrency. Mark my words, clip this quote, in the next two years, Amazon will have Bitcoin on its balance sheet or be accepting Bitcoin or be heavily involved with it in some way, shape or form. I, I, I'm just, I'm very, I'm very confident in it. I can't actually say it for certain, so I retract that. I don't know for certain they're going to, but I'm pretty confident they're going to. They don't want you to go and buy crypto because when you buy crypto, there's less for them. They don't want the price to moonshot right now because when it does, they have to buy at a premium. They want the price to stay down, but guess what? A lot of these institutions that learned about crypto back in February when um, uh, uh, Michael Saylor had that conference with all the different industry executives from MasterCard and, all, and, and Visa and all these different big payment processes, PayPal. They learned about crypto. The wheels of business take time to move. The bigger a company gets, the slower things move. Ask Tim. He's the, he's the chief operations officer of our company. We went from uh, myself and an editor where we could make a change, boom, tomorrow, we're changing the way we do things. So now it's like, okay, we gotta spend a couple weeks planning this stuff, right? We're only a 15 person team. When you have 100,000 employees, it takes time to pivot and shift and change your business model around crypto. It takes time for these companies to get into crypto. They are taking that time and they are getting into crypto and they are looking for ways to do this. Every company nowadays has a blockchain research division. It's just common, it's just standard practice over the last 12 months. These companies are trying to get into crypto, and they don't want you to, because if you do, then there's less for them. With that said, I want to show you a couple of different articles, and give me just a second, Smay. Let me grab these before you go to my screen. It's okay. My screen's fine, but let me pull these up really quickly. There are three tweets and graphs that I wanna show you, and I'm going to lead them into a question for Tim. So let me go ahead and grab this right now. If you guys are enjoying today's stream, make sure to smash that like and give me a hashtag financial freedom in chat. I wanna see if two or 300 of those. Let me go ahead and show you this right now. This is a tweet from Kelly Kellum. Remember, Kelly is one of the people on our research team. He helps to bring this show to you. Make sure to go and follow him. He is always bringing us fantastic pieces of information to bring to you on this channel. And he tweeted this and retweeted something Glassnode tweeted earlier today. Institutional money pumping over $320 million into the market since May. And retail seems to be playing with the big boys now too. Small hands with .01 plus Bitcoin on four month high also. The springboard for the second half of this bull market is forming nicely. Take a look at what he is quoting from Glassnode right here. Let's look at this graph. Bitcoin addresses holding .01 coins and more. We went from 3140000 to 3250000 the number of addresses holding one coin is going up. What does that mean? If you're holding plus one coin, you're probably holding between 0.1 to one coin. That is where the retail lives. That is $5,000 to $50,000 or $4,000 to $40,000 in value. That's where the retail is. That's where people are holding. Now, if we're looking at wallets with 10 or 100 Bitcoin, then you're starting to get into the dolphins and the whales. You're starting to look at institutions. But this graph right here is giving us an idea of what the retail is doing. The last three months, the retail has been getting into crypto, despite the fact that the retail has been less interested in crypto. That's interesting, isn't it? The retail seems to be bored with crypto. The act of addresses on Bitcoin has gone down from I think four uh, six hundred thousand like four hundred thousand so there's less activity but there's more accumulation If we look over here at this tweet, we can also see the supply active on Ethereum has gone down. What that means is that there's less people moving their Ethereum around. They are storing their Ethereum at record numbers, as you can see right here. And then we have over here. This is the same thing I showed earlier, but I'm going to bring it up again. The relative LTH supply is at all time high around 80.5%. So the people holding on to their Bitcoin long term is at an all time high. What does this mean? It means that the odd chain is telling us that the retail and the institutions, both of them, are accumulating for a bull market. Well, what that means is that the institutions realize, hey, we're gonna have a big rally here. We don't want to miss it. It means that the retail is saying, hey, you know, we're probably not as bullish as the institutions because we don't have all the same information they do. The number of institutions accumulating, the rate at which the institutions are accumulating is a lot faster than the rate at which the retail's accumulating, but they're both accumulating. Both the institutions and the retail are bullish on the future. So, yes, the next seven days might be bullish or side, or might be bearish or uh, boring, but the future of Bitcoin is incredibly, incredibly bullish. So, Tim, I have a question for you. Since the technicals and on chains look so very bullish, but the price is relatively low and boring, I think we could both agree on that. What happens in the month of October? Did
2: we did we talk about volume yet today on the no technicals? Can you go to the four hourly chart or the hourly chart? Do whatever you want to gotcha. do on Bitcoin. Let's go look at the on um, the uh, volume real quickly because I've been saying this. Some people might even get annoyed. I'm kind of annoyed at myself that I have to keep saying this. But when people keep saying things like "Oh, we're clearly in a bear market," I'm just like, "All right, let's let's think through this logically. Let's be smart." What Jeb just talked about. The, the money flowing off exchanges. We've been talking about that on this channel for a long time. That makes no sense that a retail investor, well, a retail investors can do whatever they want, that an institutional investor will put their money off the exchanges Well, they'll hold it when preparing for a bear market. They would be putting money on the exchanges because they want to sell, because they want to short the market. This is classic movement setting up long-term holding. So that's the first thing we have to remember. There's really almost nowhere for the price to go down. We do know, however, that something explosive is about to happen. We're consolidating. We're compressing. We need to have a massive movement either to the upside or the downside. But we know based off of those on-chain metrics, it's not going to happen to the downside. Let's look at the volume real quickly. On I, I like the hourly chart. I think this gives us a better representation, Jeff, so up. make sure we're there. Yep. Let's look right here on the date of the 20th of September when we dropped all the way down to we have a wick here at 40,000 let's say 200 look at that spike in volume let's look at the date here on the 21st of september when we came all the way down to 39 pretty much 500 look at that spike in volume but what do you notice is that spike as much as it was over here on the 20th no keep that in mind it's still a spike but it's not that aggressive let's come over here to where we hit 40,800 on the 24th again Look at that volume. Is it as big as the previous couple of days? We've come down to that kind of price level. No, but it's still decent spike. Let's go over here to the twenty-sixth. Again, we came down pretty much to the exact same price, but look at the volume decreasing. And now look at where we are sitting right here around forty-one thousand, where we've hit uh, both early this morning and you know right now uh, within the last hour. Look at the volume. What does that communicate to us? Despite the price, the, despite the fact the price keeps coming down, there is nowhere for it to go down. We are wasting the supply. We're limiting the supply. What is the law of? Economics: What causes something to go up in price when the demand outweighs the supply? Well, what is this communicating to us on the chart that we are eliminating the supply? There's almost nothing left to be utilizing, to be interacting with. So therefore, as demand goes up, which it is going to, we are going to see that price go crazy because the demand will outweigh. Past the supply we're using it up day in and day out. This is what Richard Wyckoff talks about. This is you know when we talk about The composite man. I said I think somebody's actually working on making me a t-shirt that that talks about it it because I've said it over and over and over again It's a scary word, but here's the thing you have to remember about the composite man. This is their psychology Let me continue to shake people out until I get the price exactly where I want it. I waste the supply, I eliminate it all, and now it's time to go up. We see this being reflected on on on-chain metrics. We see this happening in the news. And what do I mean by that? Is that Richard Wyckoff talks about what the composite man will do, you have to treat the whole market like a composite man, is they will purposely put FUD stories close to the bottom of where they want to spike to try to discourage as many Uh, Retail investors as possible because they want to eat all of the supply because in the long run They see the writing on the wall They see how powerful Bitcoin is how powerful crypto is and they want to hold as much of it as they can so they can hold power As long as they can do not fall for it Learn to think like they think and learn how to look at these things and say, you know what? I'm not gonna fall for the trap that they're trying to get me into. I'm going to learn from this and I'm going to explode. I'm not saying the price doesn't go down at all. I think the price could go back down and test 40,000. Doesn't mean it definitely will, but it could. But I do not see the price going too much lower than that. I think we're about to see a spring. We're about to see the price go explosive. And there's a lot of reasons. There's technical reasons like we just talked about looking at that volume there's on-chain metrics looking at how much is getting taken off the exchange day in and day out and there is just that sentiment that we've been seeing develop over and over and over for the last couple of months and that is the composite man is waiting for a spring they want to make money and it's about to happen you can cry about their manipulation and stand on the sideline or you can ride the wave
1: and make money with them so here's the deal guys across the board we're bullish. The technicals say we're bullish, the on-chain metrics say we're bullish, and the fundamentals say we bol- are w- w- that we are bullish. Now, I understand, and yes, I'm watching it right now. I see Bitcoin dropping over the last hour. Let's go ahead and take a look at this on my chart. The market has corrected from uh, 42.5 to where we are right now at 41,300. What did we say 15 minutes ago? We might see some more bearish price action. We're not saying that we're gonna have a giant breakout today. That's what we just said, so I wanna clarify that. It is very much in the cards that we have some more bearish price action and we move down into that $40,700 region to $42,700 region. I'm not saying the bottom is fully in yet. What I am saying is this everything across the board is fundamentally bullish, saying that we should hold 40, uh, $42,000 and this zone that we outlined earlier on in the stream. I am very confident that we are going to hold it and that we're going to rally and that we're going to have a very bullish October. I do think that we're going to be setting new local highs by the end of this upcoming month of October. That is my opinion, and I want to hear your take on this in the chat. Give me a hashtag bullish if you agree with that, and give me a hashtag bearish if you disagree with that over in the chat. And by the way, guys, we got 4,000 people watching. we got 1,300 likes. I know we can get to 1,700 likes here in the next couple of minutes. It helps to boost our channel and the algorithm. So if you think that this is content that more people would appreciate, hit that like button because it helps to support our channel. Tim, let's go ahead and go over pricing.
2: Well, that, I actually, that's a great segue because I don't, I think I didn't even fully answer the question because you asked me what I think is going to happen over the next week. That's right? true. Okay, so th- this plays into what I'm going to do with my price projections. But, you know, looking at that chart, full screen. I am not surprised while I was speaking that the price went down. Why? Because yep. even while I was speaking, remember I said we could go all the way down to
1: 40,000. It's because Tim has so much influence and he and, and the it's price. Right. Yeah, crash, yeah. yeah, no,
2: as we s- discovered a couple weeks ago, I am the biggest person on YouTube.
1: Yes, it is true. I am the composite. Smays the whale over here. Jokes on you guys. No,
2: wow. Yeah. I, that noises. was inappropriate. I actually making That was absolutely inappropriate. I actually oh. will not be surprised guys if before the day is over we hit exactly 41,000 or maybe even have a wick that goes below it potentially all the way down to 40.5.
1: I wouldn't be surprised either. That
2: would not and that would not change anything about what I just said about where we're going the rest of the week and where we're going in the next couple of months. Yep. But we can do we can do price predictions. So do we, it. Those of you who are new, because I'm sure we have lots of people, every Tuesday the three of us give a short-term price prediction of where we think the price is going to be Friday at 9.30. Now, please don't use this information to make a trade. This is meant your, for
1: entertainment purposes only. Do your only. own
2: research. This is just for us to compete for this HODL trophy. The HODL trophy. We get to hold. Uh, it doesn't matter who's right at 9 o'clock on Friday. It doesn't matter who's right at noon on Friday. It matters who's right at 9.30. So it's a very hard time to really pinpoint. It's really hard to win this thing. We do it anyway, and, uh, you know, Jeb, you, it's been a minute since you've won
1: one. I know. It's, it's getting to be your turn. It's because I literally spend every minute before we go live looking at the news and stuff, and I'm like, oh, crap. I and, never I never actually prepare for this like I should. And I just prepare so, for my price predictions on the videos, yeah. and then I don't prepare for this one.
2: <laughs> well, no, and, and even, like, to I want to give, uh, you know, this competition, I'm very competitive. I want to give Jeb an out. Usually, Jeb's price happens at some time. It just rarely happens at 9.30 on Fridays. Yeah, I'm always wrong on the It's the hardest thing to pinpoint, so whenever people are like, oh, you guys are always wrong with your price predictions with your Fridays. I'm like, it's because who can pinpoint down oh, yeah, to I the say, minute try. what the price is going to be? It's just, this is for fun. But, this is for fun. Jeb, Smey and I, we have our answers in. I don't have your answer, so I'm going to let you go first.
1: I believe that Bitcoin by Friday is going to be... Let's see, what day is Friday? Friday is... The first. The first. I believe that by Friday, Bitcoin is going to be at $44,000. Flat. Yes. Facts. Yes, sure. Okay, yeah, All right, Ethereum, 000. Ethereum, the one well, that I. Do you want to hear? Well, no, go ahead. You, you go, ahead. go ahead. Ethereum. Go ahead. I think that Ethereum is going to be at thirty-one hundred. Okay. And Cardano. Thirty-one, dollars I believe that Cardano is going to be at two thirty. I'm scared. I literally Ooh. pulled those last two out of a bag because I've been doing so much analysis. On we this. have a dilemma. Is it the same? I also have 230 for oh, Cardano. Crap. <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, uh, crap.
2: What, what what's with all the evil laughter today? You know, you're I like freaking me evil. out. You know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to let you choose because, unfortunately for you, you are once again sandwiched on Bitcoin and Ethereum. So, out oh of my generosity to you, I will let you choose the lower or the higher for
1: Cardano. <gasps> I want the ugh, crap.
2: Um I want the lower on Cardano. Two twenty
1: nine. Oh twenty
2: nine, sorry, yeah. Two twenty nine. All right. Perfect. We got two twenty-nine for Jeb on there. So here is where we are sitting. Poor Jeb. Full screen. Oh, poor Jeb. This has happened many weeks. Uh Jeb. I'm always Jeb getting is sandwiched. sandwiched. My prediction for Bitcoin on Friday is forty-four thousand three hundred. Ooh. Wow. I was
1: originally gonna say forty-four four and no. then I didn't.
2: Smee's is forty one eight ninety two and ninety nine cents. do you wanna inform the people that nope. you got that prediction? Okay, good. Keep yeah. going.
1: That's just turtle TA, I guess. Wait, what what is it? Forty one thousand eight
2: hundred ninety-two and ninety-nine cents. Okay. That's his prediction. Okay. All right. So you got a little bit of window there, but you are sandwiched. Right. Uh on Ethereum, my prediction is three thousand one hundred and fifty dollars. What did I say again? Thirty one hundred. Oh, great. Wait, what's yours? Say it again. Mine's thirty one fifty, his is thirty-one even. <laughs> Uh, and Smae's is twenty nine oh six and seventy two cents. Oh great! Cardano, I said two thirty as I said before. You are now two twenty nine, and Smey is sitting at two twelve.
1: I'm gonna lose this week. I'm not Team Jeb. Go ahead and tell us in the poll who do you think will win the Hoddle Trophy this week: Jeb, the Turtle King, Smey himself, or Tim. <laughs> It's kind of unfair because while we're doing the stream planning, Tim is actually the one that prepares all of the TA notes for us nowadays. And he I'm the one he starts all the doing
0: news. his predictions like um, um, like a week in advance. I
1: know. Tim takes it so seriously very, and I literally sit down I and told like, you, I'm super competitive. Tim literally puts like four hours into his price predictions and I just sit down and I go, oh, I think that. <laughs> Here, here's all I'm saying, guys. I, have, I, I
2: don't do chat. that and I still I am, I'm clearly not the crowd favorite and that's okay because the facts don't care about people's feelings. Uh, Alright, Ben Javiro. Either you win from. or you don't <laughs> yeah, Alright, Ben Javiro. I'm right. Win. I'm going to win this week. It's even historical TA. Uh, usually what happens on these predictions is Smay takes a big I'm lead. I'm for Smay. And then Tim comes and swoops it in and wins it at the end. Well, who won the Hoddle Trophy last time? Uh, Tim. Me. Me. No, I thought so. but I, no, I have, have two farged. wins though. I have two you wins. You have two wins, and I have one. But this will be win number two for if me. If I be win,
0: I get to open the trophy. So that's world. true. Uh, listen, there. Guys, here's here the me.
2: thing. Ultimately, vote for the team that you guys. If you want to be a winner, vote for Team Tim. If you want a fun ride, vote for Team Smay And if you want to be I've, sandwiched every single week, historically, I'm Jeff.
0: I have the most wins. So
2: well, like, who's won the trophy since we started it? Who's
0: won the trophy? Who's last? Who's week, gotten to
2: open up a prize from the trophy? That's a good point. That's a good point.
0: But historically. Even when we started this game, I was I won it by far the most. So Yeah, but
2: but what really ma- it doesn't matter yeah, because how many, he has the turtles. The it turtles doesn't matter are magic. it doesn't matter how many battles you win, it matters how many wars you win. Yep. Well it does kinda, kinda matter because
1: it does kinda know. matter, but let's go ahead and wrap out with some super chats because we definitely want to make sure we get to everybody. We really appreciate you guys who have super chatted yeah. and supported us. We have, we have let's
2: see here. We got one from uh so first of all, I just wanna start by you guys giving me such a hard time about reading someone's true name. This one's sad, I I, I had to hold in my laughter. I'm sorry, I treated you like an equal and everyone else, just just they went against you. Listen, I Uh. apologize on their behalf, Wayne. We love you. He just, so you guys don't know, he said that that is his real name, Wayne Kerr. No, my God, why would you say it again? Because it's his name, and I believe in loving people by saying their name. The the saddest
0: part is that that is a classic. That's been around for years. Wayne, you don't deserve this joke. Oh, Wayne, I'm so Sorry. Rick, I'm so sorry. Four nine
2: six two again said, "When it gets back to a boron, all of you guys, uh, bit boy, etc., put together old clips and roast each other. That would be great. That would be pretty. Funny. Uh, that'd be pretty funny. And then the last one from Kelly Bosh Bosh Boshane Let's Beauchene. do it. Yeah, Boshane uh, I see a lot of haters in chat today. I think you guys should leave now. These guys were calling. Yeah. Have a nice day. Yeah, you know, you know what? I a minute, wait. wait a minute, hate, wait a minute. Wait, wait, hate,
0: wait hate. Tim, Tim, Tim's going to hate this. We ready? This uh, is what I say to haters. See my pinky, see my thumb, oh see gosh, my fist. No. You better run. What the That's freak? right. I wasn't even sure. I don't even time. know that's what right. that's a reference to. I don't even it's know. A, it's it's like a TikTok I sent him. I think that's a threat.
1: <laughs> it's a I think TikTok. I that, that, that's pretty scary what he just said there. I'm, I'm worried now. <laughs> Guys, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure to go ahead and hit that like button. Guys, it is our mission here to bring you financial freedom by educating you and entertaining you and informing you on the cryptocurrency landscape. If you want to be subscribed to a channel that tries to bring you both sides of the story with integrity and humility as some of our core values, then subscribe to the channel and hit that post notification bell, join the notification squad and join us 9:30 eastern every single morning for coffee and crypto live and make sure to check out our merchandise we got some linked down below we also have a couple of seats left in the webinar so you can check that link down below as well and also make sure to sign up for lux algo and ct2a if you haven't already make sure to follow us on our social medias you can find all of those links down below i think they're showing up right here on screen that's all we got for you today before i go i do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching as always and i will see you guys in the next video Peace.
0: We hope you enjoyed listening to the Coffee and Crypto podcast. Tune in every day at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch live on YouTube. Follow us on our social media accounts at Crypto Jeb. And lastly, we want to thank you for supporting us here at McAfee Media.